What's the deal? We back with another episode of Convoy Conversations. Um, I don't know what episode we on. I never do, uh, but we almost had a hundred. That's what I'm gonna say every time, and we're just gonna jump straight into it. I know it's been a minute. It's probably been like two weeks, maybe a little bit more than that. But I'm back. Uh, a lot of things have happened in the month of June. Uh, a lot has happened, and we we gonna get straight into it. The first thing that's the major thing that's been happening so far is um, the whole reversal of the abortion ban. Um, I think that is, you know, kind of. I think that it's kind of stupid. I don't know. Uh, I'm kind of on both sides of it, but I have been involved in both sides of it uh, personally. Uh, I've had to deal with abortions. Um, I've had to deal with, of course, you know, keeping the baby, not having to deal with the abortion, just keeping the baby, uh, you know. Um, and I understand both sides of it. You know what I mean? I, I don't understand both sides. Uh, I'm not with both sides of it from a perspective of why they have decided to reverse it. There is a huger plot at plan that um, they're hoping that people don't recognize or pay attention to because, you know, with the whole reversal, it's causing, you know, an uproar as usual when it comes to these you know, big things that happen with the government and them and infringing on people's rights. Um, it, you know, the bigger thing that, you know, goes with them reversing it is they're trying to uh, preserve the right, the white race. And it's, it's no bullshit. You know, you can look it up. You can look at the statistics. You can look at, you know, the white race who's really, really, really for the white race. And they will do anything not to become, you know, a minority in America. You know, white people, when they think of America, they want America to stay predominantly white, which is crazy because this this country was supposed to be the land of the free you know anybody's welcome anybody's accepted everybody has rights it's supposed to be equal however you know the white race and i'm not speaking for and i'm not speaking on all of the the white race i'm talking about the people that are straight up that feel as if the white races should be at the top of the food chain superior to all races and everybody else is beneath them i know some dope ass white people i say it all the time you know i got white friends i fuck with a lot of white people nothing against those people it's always and it's nothing against you know like i said the white race is you know i'm against anybody of any race that is just negative and is just down to put down any other race whether they black Mexican, you know, Hispanic, to sum it all up, you know, Asian, any any race that just, you know, is okay with belittling another race or, you know, feeling as if another race is inferior, those are the people that I'm talking about. I, do, I just don't fuck with. And a lot of, a lot of them just happen to be white. And, and I'm not even saying, like, all white people have done me wrong, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm gonna be real with you. I have um, experienced bitch ass behavior from all races, you know, with you know, black, Hispanic, Asian, you know, all type of races. There, there are people within those categories that I just don't fuck with, and I hate to this day. You know, what I mean, like I, I just, I'm not okay with you know, any type of behavior where you just not liking somebody because of the color of their skin. She used to didn't bother me when I was younger, but, you know, now as I'm older, I got a little bit more of a thinking mind and, uh, you know, more of an outspoken mindset. I'm going to let you know I ain't fucking with you. But, like I said, you know, this whole play is to, you know, preserve the white race and keep you keep the population within the white race growing 
because um, if you look up the statistics, they have, you know, a large percentage of abortions are due to white people. So they're trying to put a stop to that so that a lot of more white babies are being born, thus increasing their population. But what they don't understand as well is that white people ain't just sticking to they they kind anymore. And that's the that goes the same for, you know, every other race. There's a lot of mixed races out there that don't give a fuck about staying, you know, with their kind and having babies and continuing their race with their babies. They're going to be with who they want to be with. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to be um res- they're not going to find themselves restricted to their race because people of their race have told them that hey, you should stick to your kind. That's another thing that I don't I don't like and you know and not just with white people, you know, I've I've experienced that with black people. You see it with black people all the time. And I understand, you know, I more so understand black people, you know, not because I'm black, but because of the circumstances that black people have come from. You know, they're they not down. A lot of people just ain't down to fuck with another race within the black culture. But I still don't think it's OK. You know, what I mean, like, I, you know, I, I tell people all the time, like, you know, I, I come from, you know, my mother that, you know, exhibited as we were growing up, you know, so, sort of racist behavior towards white people. And I feel like that's because she's experienced, you know, racist behavior from white people. So, you know, I'm just not down with, you know, the whole restricting yourself to a race. You know what I mean? Like if you find somebody that's good. And if they're another race, then so be it. That you know that shouldn't play a factor into who you choose to have a relationship and you know have children with. You know, oh, I gotta have a you know I gotta have a baby you know by a black person. Though I have you know two boys by black women that I don't I don't feel like if I decide to have future children, they're gonna be with. They have to be with you know a black woman. You know, you should be able to find love in any race that you choose or what chooses you. You know, if you find somebody that, you know, is for you and uh, you're for them, then so be it. It doesn't matter. Like, you shouldn't be like, nah, you know, she's Asian. I can't have a baby where I want to have, you know, an all black baby. It shouldn't be like that because that's exactly what's happening with this abortion ban. You know what I mean? Um, And I don't think that. Um, I don't think that it'll, it'll probably last long, you know, it, you know, give it, you know, a while, maybe some, maybe some little bit of changes. There's already states that have decided to immediately ban abortions within their state. And there's a lot of people, there's a lot of states that have decided to uphold, you know, what they decided years ago is like, yo, we're not, we're not going to change, you know, the law just because, you know, the Supreme Court decided to change it and, you know, make it free game that we're allowed to ban abortions. Now we, you know, we decided to because there's a lot of things that come into abortion. You know what I mean? Like things happen, you know, people get pregnant by, you know, an accident and they're not ready to have a child and or, you know, they're a victim of rape or, you know what I mean? Like they're an abusive relationship and that person gets them pregnant and they don't want to have a child by that person. But things happen. You know what I mean? Like I'm not saying that that, you know, you should be forced to, you know, keep the child with somebody that you don't see yourself being with for the rest of your life, or if you're not financially stable to have a child, you know, I mean, that shouldn't be held against you, you know, that, that, um, short, I forget what it's called, you know, that short term decision shouldn't cost you for the rest of your life and it shouldn't cost that child for the rest of them lives and i understand like the things that go into it why a lot of people are just hardcore not you know down with abortion because they do believe that it is murder that that is you know a life being taken but you know what i mean like i you know i don't know because it, uh, along with that you know abortion ban is they're also trying to you know in the works or indirectly talking about you know banning um birth control so i you know we who knows where this is gonna go after this you know like i said i don't foresee it lasting 
you know, long. I hope it doesn't. I'm not going to say I don't foresee it. I hope it doesn't last long. I hope that somebody comes to their senses or there's enough voices being heard and they decide to, you know, be like, oh, shit, you know, we got to we're going to have to do something about this because there's a huge uproar about this and people aren't behind this like we thought they were. And I hope that some change comes with this. Because, like I said, there's a lot of people that are affected by this. And, you know, I don't know. Like, maybe maybe it'll make, you know, it's going to, yes, slow down the rate of unprotected sex and people ending up being, you know, accidentally getting pregnant. But what about the people that are victims of rape or something like that? What You know, what's going to happen with that? You know, I don't think that's something that they didn't take into consideration because, they, like I said, they completely just put out there like, hey, this, you know, whatever state chooses to do so, you are allowed to ban, you know, abortions. You know, there's no if ands, or buts about it. There's no, um, all right, if this happens, if this person is a victim of rape, even they're saying, like, even if this person is a victim of rape, you know, too bad. You, you're going to have a baby by this person that raped you. You know what I mean? And I and I think they think of it as like, oh, so now, you know, if we do that, everybody's going to come in and claiming that they were raped or something like that. I don't know. You know, and you know, but so they just decided to, you know, cold turkey. And a lot of people were upset about that because, they, you know, they were saying that, they, you know, you guys were quick to come out with this decision, which I don't think it was a quick decision. They've been talking about this for, you know, years. You know, it was founded years ago that, you know, the white race is trying to preserve the white race by you know, stopping abortions because they share a huge um, percentage in abortions. And also they're in fear of, well, they know for sure that in, you know, probably the next 10 years or something like that or less, the majority race in America is going to be the Latino community. And also that persuades votes because with the, you know, the large minority of the country being, um, the Latino community with all the shit the Latinos have put up with over the past few years, if not more with the whole fucking, you know, when Donald Trump was in office, fucking just shutting off the borders, deporting people. They gonna remember that shit when it comes time to vote. They not fucking with nobody that is not in no way servicing the Latino community. So you're going to see once again, uh, another, you know, minority, nothing against the Latinos being put before the black community who also has been needing help for decades. So that's going to be another issue in the next upcoming years, especially around election time where you got a motherfucker that now all of a sudden catering to the Latino community and black people are just still sitting on the bench like, well, you know, when are we going to get our due justice? When things going to start happening for us? Because we, we've seen in the past few years, things have been put to the forefront for other communities because the services, you know, these politicians better because that all, you know, that's going to get them them votes versus black people because they know for sure you can do all you want for the black people. Black people still ain't fucking with you. Black people still is not fucking with the white man when it comes to voting. I mean, we, we did with Joe Biden and we obviously regret doing that but we had to get donald trump to fuck up out of there and kanye west because he was also running for president but like i said you know i hope it all you know changes for the better i you know i do want you know people all to have equal rights you know i'm i pray that this country comes to a day where you know we just all are on the same page everybody's treating each other right everybody's equal and you know, we get past this, you know, this bullshit where where we are now. Like I said, we're, you know, I think it's just a horrendous thing for the, you know, to have happened all for, you know, a bigger ploy to preserve the white community. Like, who gives a fuck? And and I and I want to understand that, too. Like a little bit of me understands that, because, like I said, if the black community was being threatened with, you know, becoming extinct then we will want to do something about that. But like I said, I, I just think that it's stupid that they also are doing this because they want pure white babies. That's all it is. But, you know, 
with them trying to do this, they don't they don't understand. Like, you know, these people that are having babies, these white couples that are having babies, you know, you don't know what type of baby that they're bringing into this world or if they're fit to be parents. But they, like I said, that, that just goes to show that they're doing every they're exhausting all resources to they don't care what the cost is. We don't give a fuck if we breed in a school shooter or we breed in a terrorist or, you know, somebody who's gone, you know, some we're breeding a rapist or something like that. Not to speak that stuff into existence, but you just don't know. But let's be real. Who 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 has the most issues with? I won't say that. Because we have our own issues as well. Every culture has their issues with their, you know, their children and, you know, children's upbringing and stuff like that. So I won't say that. But I'm just saying, like, you never know. These people never know, like, the type of people that they're bringing into this world. And they're willing to take that risk. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I hope that, you know, they're not that stupid to just decide to be like, nah, fuck that. We're just going to excuse that and hope for the best. Because that'll be dumb. But uh, Father's Day, I, I meant to do I meant to do an episode back in Father's Day. Um, I got both my boys for the summer. Uh, it's been good so far. Um, let me see. Uh, went to go see Lightyear, the Buzz Lightyear movie, which is very good to me. Um, apparently, it wasn't good to certain people because they have one little scene in there that you don't even know about which they're probably upset about because they caught them by surprise that there's a lesbian couple in there and they have a child and stuff like that, which again, like I don't understand why these things bother people. These are other people's life choices. Like it's going to come to a point in life where men and women shower together, you know, in the military or, you know, there's co-ed everything, you know, equal everything, no matter what your sexual orientation is or what your race is. But there are some people that are just so bothered by it. They don't want to see it. You know, and it's so crazy because there's, you know, certain things that I don't want to see. You know, I don't want to see a show where it's just like, all right, you know, there's there's a sex scene. I don't give a fuck about it and that all this is too much of this, too much of that. You know, there's good shows and there's bad shows. I don't think that it should have anything to do with people's sexual sexual orientation or this and that. But a lot, I guess a lot of people were, quote unquote, mad about that because they didn't want to show that to their children. Like they're going to see that eventually. Like there's going to come a time where you're not around and they're going to see, you know, a lesbian couple. You can't you can't hide that. That's the world we live in. Same thing where I said about guns. It was like it's it's time for everybody to get a gun because this is the world that we live in. You know, what I mean, like you you just don't have the luxury of going out thinking that everything's sweet. And it's the same thing with the, you know, with the movie. And it's like. I don't understand what y'all mad about. It was it, it wasn't even for that long, or that wasn't even the entire story of the movie. You know, there was a kissing, they kissed, you know, welcome Buzz Lightyear into their home, like we're having a child and we're getting married, and that was it. Wasn't the whole focus of the story at all. And people just, you know, I don't I don't understand why people are upset about it. Because the overall movie was good to me. Spoiler alert, Zerg, you know, Buzz Lightyear's arch nemesis is Buzz from the future. I'm sorry I just had to give that away because that just blew my mind when I watched the movie. You never get a backstory on Zerg, who he is, where he comes from, why he's a a villain. But there it is. They explained it. Who Zerg is. You know, but like I said, it was a very good movie. Uh, My youngest didn't stay for that long because, you know, you can only keep a one-year-old in his chair for so long before he starts acting a fool. But, uh yeah, you know, me and my other son, we enjoyed it. I liked it. I enjoyed it so much. I I bought us all Buzz Lightyear t-shirts before we went to the movie. You know, I had the vintage Buzz Lightyear uh movie shirt. My son's had on my 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 youngest son had on like an actual outfit of Buzz Lightyear, you know, where he you know, in a space suit, in a space suit. So it looked like he had the space suit on and um, you know, my son had the current Buzz Lightyear. I had the vintage Buzz Lightyear from the Toy Story movies. And it was just a good experience, you know, because that was something where it made me you know, realize that Buzz Lightyear is generational. I watched Buzz Lightyear as a kid. There was a Buzz Lightyear TV show that came out when I was a kid, an animated TV series, not to mention the Toy Story movies. And Toy Story movies came out when my son, 
my first son was young and now my youngest son gets to experience his own version of Buzz Lightyear and we all get to see it like that was real sentimental to me I actually enjoyed you know I felt like a kid watching the Buzz Lightyear I think I wanted to see it more than them uh but yeah it was a good it was a good experience um I do definitely plan on taking my sons to go see the Minions movie that comes out uh it comes out uh next weekend and between them two and when the first buzz uh, not the first buzz light year but the first minions movie came out in like 2015 i've watched the the first minion movies at least 50 times or more so much that i'm looking forward to the next minions movie so i got a little surprise for them um where i ordered us all minions outfits so we're going to dress up as the Minions and go see the movie. I think that'll be real good. I'm going to take some pictures of us, of course. Hope hope I go viral on the internet, you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to going to go do that. Um, but, yeah, my Father's Day was pretty good. I, uh, I'm pretty sure that's all we did. Uh, went swimming, I think, the next day or something like that. Uh I, of course, couldn't swim because I had this shoulder surgery, so I cannot tread water to save my life. So I was in the, the kiddie part of the pool and like the three feet getting splashed on by a bunch of kids. Uh, but it, it was a good experience. Definitely exhausting, more exhausting than I thought it was. Definitely taking kids, definitely having more than one kid and taking them somewhere and dealing with both of them, trying to feed them while they're there and keeping them entertained, make sure they're safe, don't drown. Uh, my one-year-old definitely didn't give a fuck that he couldn't swim and uh, had to, it, they had a, a life vest that was kind of too big for him. So that was just like, wasn't fitting right on him. So you had to hold him in the water. He didn't give a fuck. He wanted to get in that water um, and play. But it, it was definitely a good time. I, I definitely enjoyed myself. I definitely have no plans of doing anything else this summer leave except for spending time with my sons. And it's been it's been pretty enjoyable. Um but I dev I do have stuff planned for afterwards. I'm I'm gonna try to get some traveling in. Um probably go out to California. I wanna go to Arizona CQ again. Um I, I you know I feel like I didn't really get to have my fun when I was out there in Arizona. All I want to go to Arizona to do is shoot with Q. You know, that's all we really do when we're down there. And it, I went uh, last year, I think, and that was pretty fun. So I'm gonna, I want to do it again, squeeze in before the year is over. Uh, I want to go to Florida because I haven't been to Florida since I was like five years old. I went to Orlando, I think, in like 2014, but it was for a funeral for somebody that I knew. Um, but yeah, definitely. Definitely want to get some traveling in by myself and then, you know, vacation's over and I'm done with uh, summer leave with the boys. But, um, yeah, so that's pretty much that. Uh, one big thing that I wanted to talk about that then came out that I feel like should be more news than not. I wouldn't say that. That's kind of a little bit too uh, a little bit too spicy to say. But definitely needs to be talked about. The army has lowered its fucking standards on their enlistment requirements. Insanity. Like, this is the craziest thing that I've ever seen when it comes to them trying to get people enlisting, which I, I, I'm i guessing they hurting for people because I, this is something that I would never have never expected the army to, to even consider. The Army has changed its enlistment requirements or their education requirements. You no longer have to have a high school diploma or GED if they meet the following criteria. And the following criteria is this. You can only enlist in the regular Army. Okay. Um, I don't know why you would want to enlist in the reserves or National Guard kind of a waste of your time unless you want to get your school paid for and stuff like that and have health benefits i don't know where it really goes into their contracts but i assume that that that's the bare minimum that they're gonna give you you meet mos qualifications so whatever mos you call you sign up for you have to meet the qualifications for whatever they are 
I don't know what other MOS qualifications are, but for us, if you know, for me, infantry, 11 Charlie Mortarman, you have to be able to probably pass a mortar exam at the end in AIT and, uh, uh, I think that's pretty much it. And of course, like hold your way through fucking infantry basic, which is not that hard at all. I'm going to be real with y'all. You must be 18 years old at the time of enlistment. So that means that 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 nixes off the people that graduate and they're still 17. No big deal because all you got to do is wait till you're 18. So who gives a fuck? Um, You must score 50. The biggest thing, 50 or higher on the ASVAB. That is not fucking hard to do at all. Infantry at least is going to score 90 or 95 or whatever, but it ain't that hard to score 50 on the ASVAB. I'm telling you now, you probably get just 20 points for typing in your name on the test. And you got to ship before fiscal year 22 is over. So that's probably around October. So so this is a huge grab to get people to join, which I don't think too many people that didn't you know, graduate from high school or looking to join the military, but they may because they don't have a high school diploma or a GED and they need some type of way to make money. So they might do that. But there's no there's no like a you are only allowed to enlist for two years and you have to go through some program to get some type of education. Uh, some type of GED program to obtain a GED. They're just going to let you stay in which I think is fucking wild because that person don't have no high school diploma or no GED. So I don't know if they're able to sign up for school. And then on top of that, what if that person decides to stay in long-term? Imagine if you're a private or say, let's, let's go to the extreme. You're a specialist went to college you got a bachelor's degree associate degree and you decided to enlist in the army after this person who has no ged or high school diploma has been in for about five years this person is a sergeant he is in charge of you has no ged or high school diploma meaning his highest level of education is middle school And this person is telling you what to do, yelling at you, making you do push-ups. Or assuming that he's smarter than you. What type of shit is that? Why does the, why, I don't know why the army thinks that this is a good idea. This is the same thing as the abortion thing. Where they don't give a fuck, they have a, a, a goal a mission that they want to accomplish and they're going to do it at all costs. They don't care what the fuck happens. But they just going to get they just want to get it done. The army is low on numbers apparently. They want to keep their numbers up so in the event that we do go to war, they got bodies. So they're like, "Fuck it, we'll take anybody. We need anybody at this point." Going to these high schools ain't working. These motherfuckers now, these these millennials is too smart. They ain't falling for our cheap tricks with sending recruiters to the school and telling them, you get this, you get that, you get this. Them little motherfuckers ain't listening to that because nothing did you mention in you get this, you get that. Did you mention I get my freedom? They like, fuck no. I see what's going on in the Ukraine and Russia. I see what's going on with China. I don't want none of that. I don't want none of that smoke. I'm not going. I'm not fighting for this country. Fuck this country. That's what these little kids is thinking. So they going after the stupid motherfuckers. And it's so crazy. Like, as soon as I seen it, as soon as I seen the update, I was like, damn. So you mean to tell me it's going to be even dumber people in the army than it already is? Because best believe, there are people with degrees, people with high school diplomas, people that are grown ass people and they are stupid as fuck and they're in charge of all ages from 20s to 30s to 40s there are stupid people in all those age brackets and all those categories of degrees and you know diplomas and it's insane that they would allow people 
who they don't even know if they have common sense to be allowed to join the army with, with their highest level of education being middle school. Imagine you putting that down on a piece of paper and I'm sorry, but it, you, you got to shame those people. A lot of people come from shitty circumstances, but at the end of the day, imagine you going out and fill a piece of paperwork and they'd be like highest level of education and you put on that motherfucking middle school. But you work in a government job and, you know, you are, you go from sergeant to staff sergeant to sergeant first class to first sergeant. Imagine you'd be like, I have no high school diploma, y'all, but I'm smarter than all of y'all. Nobody's going to respect you. I don't care what you say. That that's gonna be one of the hugest things. That's gonna be one of the hugest new divisions within the military. Is that? And I'm not gonna say the military. The fucking army is that their biggest, their next biggest division within the ranks is gonna be like this motherfucker is telling me what to do, and he don't even have a high school diploma. That is gonna be the craziest part of the military. Or the army. I, I don't know why I keep saying the military. But I keep saying the military because all, all branches do do dumb shit. They have dumbass people as well. Air Force, y'all not out of this, but Space Force, Marines, Navy, y'all got dumbass people too. I've I've heard it. I know this for a fact. So I I, I just don't know what they thinking and why they think that this is gonna work. But Hey, it is what it is, because I ain't going to be around to experience it. I'm going to be around to see it, but I ain't going to experience that shit. And I'm going to have a good old laugh when I hear all, the, see all the TikTok stories, YouTube videos on, man, let me tell you the biggest fuck up the Army decided to make is letting people join without a high school diploma. Because they let us just the dumbest motherfuckers in. But they also changed their tattoo policy. I guess they allow in, you know, small tattoos here and there on the hands, on the neck, the you know, as long as they exceed a certain size and stuff like that behind the ears as well. That's not going to keep people in. That's going to keep the dumb people in. And that's also going to invite more dumb people. But that's not no incentive for people who don't give a f- like that shit don't mean nothing to them. You mean to tell me you go, you mean to tell me you you trying to persuade me right now with a allowing me to have a two inch tattoo on the back of my neck? Fuck no! I'm about to get out and go get my whole neck done. I don't give a damn about y'all little tattoo policies and updates and stuff like that. So I don't I don't understand like what where the army's head is right now. Who's making these decisions? But they they for sure think they got some people on the hook. But like I said, it's a bigger ploy. You know, like I said, in case this next war breaks out, they want to have strength and strength in numbers. But that's the, those numbers are going to start to dwindle down when, like I said, you got just dumbass people in the ranks leading, leading the fight. You got dumb people in the ranks leading the fight. and You allowing them to do X, Y, Z. You giving them the authority to do this, this and that. And you, don't, you letting these people in. It's going to be so many problems and I cannot wait to see it. It's going to be hilarious to see. Like, you you know you're going to have a problem with drugs, for sure. Not that we don't already have a problem with drugs. We definitely still have a problem with drugs. That ain't going nowhere. But it's definitely going to... All those people that are allowed to come in, they're going to be out just like that. Boom, boom, boom. They're going to be dropping like flies. Because you can't tell me that somebody out there without a GED that's successful is joining the Army. And without a high school diploma, them people are not joining the army. They're already successful. So you're attracting people that have literally nothing. Don't know no better. Don't know how to act right. None of that. And and basic training is not going to get them into shape. I'm going to tell you that right now. Because for the past at least five, six years, people coming out of basic training, just they in and they out. Don't last not even a year in a unit. I was on staff duty once, and I had six motherfuckers on staff, you know, on extra duty. And half of, more than half of them ain't even been in for a year. I've never seen, I ain't never seen shit like that when I was a Joe. Fucking, you been in less than a year, you on extra duty? For how long? You got your first field grade Article 15 in less than a year? Crazy. 
Well, motherfucker was on extra duty for stealing a wallet and a phone charger out of the PX. Like, motherfucker, you work a government job. I, I, I had a conversation. I was like, you work a government job and you stealing. Petty shit. You ain't create, you, you ain't commit grand theft. You went and stole some petty shit. A phone charger and a wallet. Some shit you already probably got. And he was like, yeah, I know it was stupid. Yeah, you, you goddamn right it was stupid. So imagine if there's already people in like that. Imagine what it's going to be like within the next year. Literally the next year. Because you're going to see those people get out of basic training and start popping up in their um, in their units. More than half those people not even going to qualify for, uh, you know, a high-profile MOS. A lot of those people going to be infantry, which is a mistake. Because you got, you know, in the infantry, you require more to shoot a gun than you are to do paperwork. So, especially as a private. So, you're allowing these people in who have no sense of how the real world works. Didn't even graduate high school. And now you're putting a gun in their hand. Oh, yes, I'm glad I'm getting out. I definitely don't want to be around to see that. But... I don't know. We'll see where that goes, but we all know where that's going. Down fucking hill. Um, I watched uh, the movie uh, Journal for Jordan. Speaking of army, military, I finally got around to watching that movie. It came out last year. I wanted to see it so bad last year, but I never got around to seeing it when it came out in theaters in like December. But I finally watched it. When I tell you that 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 is Michael B. Jordan's best movie. And I know he's done Creed. I know he was in The Wire. He's done other movies. That terrible Amazon movie that he fucking did. Um, I forgot what else he's done. What other movies he's done. But the most notable one to me. And this is how I know the rest of them ain't notable. Because I don't remember them. Is A, Jor- a Journal for Jordan. What I tell you that's. And, and why it was good too. Because it was directed by Denzel Washington, uh, his predecessor, I think you would call that, because he would be essentially the protege to Denzel Washington. But nonetheless, the movie from you know start to finish was good. All parties involved, not just Michael B. Jordan, but you know he's the main character of it. Though it, you know, another spoiler: it starts off he's already dead. And this is just flashbacks and also going along with current, the current timeline. Amazing movie. Amazing. I give it a straight up 9 out of 10. Because you know I don't like the way that they do movies nowadays where they try to make it a back in the day movie. Because I think it was it was even before 9-11. You know, a lot of the scenes. But uh, great movie. Great movie. I'm going to be straight up with you. I cried three times watching that movie. Three times in that movie. That's the most I've ever cried in a movie. There's only been a few movies that I've cried in. I cried at the end of Captain Phillips. I cried in Lone Survivor. Uh, I don't know what else I cried watching. I cried watching... um, What's that movie? It it just came out uh, last year. Let me look it up. I'm sorry, y'all. I should already know this. Give me a second. Uh, the Outpost. I cried watching that, and I watched that recently. I cried again. Uh, but yeah, most I've ever cried watching a movie. I cried, I cried twice. Well, I was fighting back the tears because my son was sitting next to me uh, on his switch, and I didn't want to see, I didn't want him to see me crying. So I was kind of like turning my head and you know holding back the tears. Eyes was watery. Couple tears dropped, and you know I had to play it off. But at the end of it, I had to get up, go go to the bathroom, and and cry for a second. I cried so bad that my fucking head was hurting for the rest of the day. And, you know, 
and it is what it is. You know, I, I'm not a, you know, I'm no longer ashamed to cry, you know, because like I said, as I talked about a couple of episodes before and I talked about it on social media, you know, I, you know, I'm dealing with a couple of things from my past that's causing me to, you know, be a little bit emotional and stuff like that. So I kind of, you know, let it out, man, not, you know, because it was a military movie and it was just so good. You know, so I love military movies. I'm going to just admit it. Um, but this just this just did it to me. You know, I'm gonna watch it again, but I'm gonna watch it later on because I don't like I said I I cried way too much watching that movie. It was just such an all around good story, you know about you know him, the character meeting his you know his wife and how they ended up meeting and this you saw their relationship build over time it was a genuine relationship that you know they genuinely loved each other they were there for each other they cared about each other and it was just um you know amazing to see cuz it was, it was just like you you watching it and and it was so funny cuz I'm watching it and I'm like I was calling it bullshit and I was like ain't no way in hell that you know a dude that you know a first sergeant getting divorced meets the you know the woman of his dreams they get married you know they didn't even they didn't, I don't think they actually had an opportunity to get married either um but you know they meet each other they fall in love they have a kid together and you know he dies in combat it was just it was just an amazing story you know a tragic story but also an amazing story to watch from beginning to end how they met even her dealing with his death and their son that they had together the only thing that i wish they would have kind of touched on is that he had a a, a daughter through his previous marriage i wish they kind of would have showed that that you know she was in the picture a little bit. I don't know if she was. I'm pretty sure there's some actual story out there that I'm probably going to, you know, I think there was a book about it, which is why I got turned into a movie. So I'm going to look it up and stuff like that. But like I said, it was just an amazing movie. And even with him being in the military, she didn't, they didn't actually, you know, the typical, like, let's get married. You come live with me and follow me all around while I'm getting stationed here and there. She was still, you know, working for the New York Times in New York. She stayed in New York and stuff like that. And he would just go out there to see him whenever he was on leave and stuff like that or had a four day. It was like the shit was real. And, you know, I loved it. I'm going to watch it again. I encourage other people to watch it amazing movie and i'm gonna give y'all my top i want to say top I'm, I'm gonna say top 10 because there's a lot out there top 10 military movies that y'all should watch uh the hurt locker that's that's pretty cool y'all should watch that definitely watch the outpost uh let's see lone survivor for sure american sniper for sure uh what Denzel Washington has a couple of movies that y'all should watch. Um let's see. So that was four. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. What's the Denzel Washington movies? Uh I I I'm gonna say Men of Honor. That was that was a good movie. Rulu which I gotta watch again because I haven't seen it in a very long time, so I really don't remember it. But I know that was one of Cuban Gun Jr.'s best movies. So y'all should watch that. Because that's saying a lot. Definitely with how Cuban Gun Jr. is acting, you know, nowadays. Uh Rules of Engagement, Samuel Jackson and Tommy Lee Jones. Uh Courage Under Fire. The top three. That's a Denzel Washington movie. That's number seven. Uh, what's the other one? What's the other one? Uh, I would I would say Thirteen Hours can be a military movie because there was ex they were ex military, so I I'll put that in there. That's number eight. Very good movie by the way. Even though it's a Michael Bay movie. Um, let's see what else did they have? What else did they have? Uh, what's the other Denzel Washington movie? Hmm. I'm trying to think of what's the Denzel Washington movie. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm drawing a blank. And this is one it's one of my favorites. 
fuck. I'm looking it up, by the way. I'm Googling it. But Courage Under Fire is one of the best ones. One of the best ones. Oh, Crimson Tide. That's what it is. Definitely a good-ass movie with Denzel Washington. And Gene Hackman. Very good actor. Uh, and number 10. What What's number 10 going to be? What's number 10 going to be? Let's see. And I'm not going to say Saving Private Ryan, all those type of movies. Because I, I, I wasn't really into those. I don't really like those, you know, old school movies. I, and I'll put it in there because I only watched it once. Oh, Three Kings. Another military movie. Pretty good. I ain't going to lie. But if you want to go in there and watch Saving Private Ryan, everybody knows about Saving Private Ryan. Uh, and uh, what, what, was, what was the other one? What was the other one? It was Saving Private Ryan and some other shit. I don't know. But those are the the top 10 military movies that y'all should watch. Don't include Captain America. I don't give a fuck. That's not a military movie to me, but whatever. And the people, but I, all the white people, I'm just going to say it. They're going to say Inglorious Bastards, fucking Saving Private Ryan, Dunkirk. Uh, oh, Black Hawk Down. Watch that. Uh, Full Metal Jacket. Oh, that's one of the greatest of all time. And uh, whatever. What the fuck ever. 1917. Schindler's List. And all that shit. Like, those are... Or Platoon. Platoon was kind of cool. I give it that. I Or no, no. Was it Platoon? It might have been Platoon or Apocalypse Now. Those are way old movies. If you want to put those at the last of your list to watch, then yeah, go ahead and watch those. But all those ones I named or before that, definitely give those a watch. But at the top of everybody's list should be, um, what's the name? A, a, a Journal for Jordan. Definitely going to make you cry. I don't give a fuck what you say. If I cry three times, you're going to cry at least once. But uh, moving on from that. Mm, let's see. Drake dropped the album. And I've been wanting to talk about this for the longest. It's not for me. And and maybe it'll grow on me. Cause I'm I'm definitely into, you know, different types of music. Definitely love my R and B shit now. I'm heavy on the R and B. But it just wasn't for me. Or I wouldn't I wouldn't say it it wasn't for me. It caught me off guard. Cause you know, you thinking of a surprise Drake album. You thinking it's going to be halfway some heat, which that's pretty much been Drake's last few projects is half heat and half is what the fuck is this? Or what the fuck are you talking about, Drake? And so, I mean, you you know, I don't know. It it was just mixed. A lot of mixed opinions on it. It still did like 200K his first fucking week, you know, which is pretty amazing. But I think half of that is, you know, people just tuning in because it's, you know, it's a Drake album or it's Drake. It's not a it's a Drake album like we would say, oh, it's a Kendrick album. It's Drake. You're going to listen whether you like it or not. And I feel like that has been Drake's narrative for the past at least four years or past three albums. Drake has. Drake has managed to stay afloat. And gain success more off his name than he has his actual talent. You know what I mean? Like he's he's gotten his foot in the door a long time ago and he's all the way in the room and there's nothing that can get him out of there. You know what I mean? Like when people mention Drake, they're just going to say it's Drake. They're not going to say, oh, it's Drake who drops a fire album every time he drops an album from beginning to end. They're going to just say it's Drake. He's been carrying himself off his name alone more than he has his music. And I know that's a hot take, but it is what it is. Like when you wake up and realize that Drake has carried himself off his name and just that it's solidified. It's a household name. It doesn't matter what he does. He's never going anywhere. And that's just. That's just the bottom line. And I and he even has a ploy. Everybody has an agenda. 
his agenda right now is to have some type of music in every genre playing everywhere. The album he just dropped, that's H&M and Forever 21 music. We're going to be real. That's going to be played in some type of lobby, some type of establishment, just because. Background noise. That's it. There's nothing nothing that's going to change about that at all. I was talking to my boy, um, and I said, another hot take. Drake has enough in his catalog. You can literally throw an entire function with just his music. From beginning to end, from the starting phase to the hype phase, you know, middle phase to the slow phase to the end where, you know, it's quieting down. You can literally throw it in, mix it all up and throw an entire function. And when nobody pay attention to that, nah, they probably would. But if you decided to throw an entire function, listen to nothing but Drake music, you could fucking do it. Even if you want to add his features in the mix, you could do it. That's how long and, you know, strong his catalog is. And it was it it was so crazy. I went back and I came to that conclusion because I went back and listened. It was just one day I was just vibing, listening, you know, listening to music like, you know what? I'm gonna go to Drake's catalog. And I'm going to just listen to his his music, you know, while I'm sitting here chilling, drinking. And fucking, I was like, damn, I forgot this song slapped. I went back to Nothing Was The Same, Views, If You're Reading This Is Too Late, you know, his most recent project from last year. Um, just, just hit after hit. Not just the radio plays. You know, the songs on there, I was just like, God damn, I forgot this this song slaps. I got to add this to my phone. You know what I mean? Like, you can't deny it. It was like, he, 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 has, a, he has a long list of bangers. But at the same time, you know, it, 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 it's nothing that can stay there forever. You know what I mean? Like, something you can listen to forever. Because it was it, all these songs that I listened to, I completely forgot about them. Because... They, they're they good, but they're not like, I got to listen to this every week good. You know what I mean? There's some young boy songs where I will listen to every single week. There are some, you know, R&B songs that I will listen to every week in my weekly rotation. But a lot of Drake's catalog just isn't. Because, it, it you know, it isn't like, it don't stick. You know what I mean? It's like you throw it at the wall. It's like you throw a sticky ball at the wall. And it's going to stick for a little bit. Then it's going to start rolling down and rolling down eventually at the floor. And then you forget about it. That's what Drake's music is. I'm just being honest. It's good, but it's not like I got to have it every day good. You know what I mean? I think it, you know, his concert is the only one I've been to. But I think the probably the first one I went to was his Summer 16 concert. And it, it, he put, like I said, it's not just his music. It's. You know, the whole thing that comes, the whole package that comes with it. He puts on a good show. He comes out with good videos. I watched his most recent video uh, from his, his newest album, and it was fucking insane. Where the man was getting married to, I guess, all his hoes. That was that was basically what it was. Nigga was getting married to all his hoes. I watched that video, and I was like, this is insane. But that video alone gets people talking. Now you get people listening to the album. Now you get people drawn into it. Or who wasn't drawn into it in the beginning, coming back to it. And speaking of that, getting people drawn back into it, Roddy Rich dropped a little EP of three songs. Did it kind of bring him back? No. The first song did, and I uh, the other two songs going to have to grow on me. But that's about it. And, you know, what made me mad the most about it was he didn't even really, I don't know if I wasn't following him or something like that. But I think DJ Mustard did more, you know, promotion for him than he did himself. And I think that was just another man who was a friend uplifting another friend from him, 
you know, from his, you know, his album release that came out, I think it was earlier this year, and it wasn't, people wasn't really receptive to it. So he maybe was feeling some kind of way and feeling, you know, nervous about it. You know, what if this don't work? What if, you know, they really not feeling me no more? And, you know, DJ Mushroom was like, you know, fuck that. I got you. Like, we're going to make this work. So maybe that's what, it, maybe that was what that situation was. But I still think he need to, you know, go in there and find that rhythm, that, that same rhythm that he had with, you know, his first album where it was a hit. And, you know, he's just got to keep going. He got to keep working. But like I said, it was it, it was overall good. I still got to go back and listen to the other two songs. But the first song I've been listening to over and over again. Like, that's what I like to hear from Rowdy Rich. It was pretty good. And I want to see more of that. And I hope he continues to do better with that. Um, Chris Brown dropped an album, too. And I'm also be honest with y'all. This is my first album from Chris Brown. I've listened to to his entirety since his first album. I don't even remember, you know, a lot of the songs on there. I kind of do, but, you know, they're landmark songs. But uh, this is the first Chris Brown album I've listened to since his first album where I've listened to the entire thing. And I and I legitimately liked it. His song, uh, We Embrace, my shit. I love it. I've been watching the video, listening to the song nonstop. That is a fucking vibe. I love it. And a lot of, and the reason why I ain't been listening to a lot of Chris Brown's you know projects, by the way, is because they're too long. There's one album where he had like fucking over thirty songs. Like, who's gonna listen to all that in one day? I can't. By the time, even if I could, by the time I got to like album, I'm not album, but song number eight or nine, I'm like, all right, you know, I gotta listen to another twenty something songs. I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. There's Chris Brown songs to this day that I've never heard. I probably should. And since I like this current album, I'm going to go back and listen to those songs and hopefully find some hidden gems from them that I can add to my catalog and, you know, rotation. But I, just, I, just, I can't. And that goes for anybody. If you come out with a, a song, an album more than 15 songs, I'm not listening to it. There's no reason to. There's absolutely no reason to listen to an album that's that long. It's crazy. But we'll see. Uh, but yeah, like I said, I definitely liked it. Um, there's a, other people that came out with albums. Giveon came out with an album, stuff like that. Rory came out with one previous to all these other albums, which is kind of good. Uh, I like the you know first Rory album better, but you know that's neither here or there. Um, Beyonce came out of songs, and this is probably going to be the first Beyonce uh, project that I've listened to as well. Sorry, I just don't see the hype in Beyonce. She's Beyonce, but I'm not really hyped over her. Um, but I'll listen to it. You know, I'm not going to not listen to it because I don't regularly listen to somebody. Because maybe I'll like what they put out. Um, what else? I think that's pretty much it. I'll leave it at that. But uh, thank y'all for listening. Mm, I'm back. I'm trying to get back in the rhythm of doing my weekly episodes, going through some personal things. And yeah, ain't been really feeling, you know, doing the podcast. But I, I hope to get better. I don't want to fall off from it. Um, I enjoy doing my podcast and stuff like that. But, you know, like I said, just, you know, getting through personal stuff and, you know, adjusting, making adjustments. And I hope I continue to do it. I hope y'all continue to listen and support this. Um, and if you don't know who I am, I don't know if I have listeners. Apparently, I got listeners that probably don't know me because I went and checked my numbers and I'm still doing numbers. Uh, follow me on Instagram. It's Cully Cullen. I'm pretty sure. C-U-L-L-I-E underscore C-U l-l-e-n that's on instagram look me up on twitter i changed my twitter name to convoy conversations podcast so look me up on there um don't look me up on facebook please don't it's just a bunch of people that i'm friends with that i went to high school with prefer if y'all don't add me on there because i don't get on facebook at all um I may get on there from time to time, but like I said, I don't like seeing people from back home. It just pisses me off. I don't know why. It just does. And it's not really my playground. My playground's Instagram. Mm. 
other than that, thank you for listening. Share, like, subscribe, leave me some ratings, reviews. Still working on trying to throw this shit up on YouTube. It's a little bit more complicated than I thought it was going to be, but I'm working on it. Um, Other than that, I'll see y'all around. Hopefully, you know, this weekend. Got some things going on. Going to go get a tattoo. Ain't got a tattoo in a minute. I don't think I haven't got a tattoo since Nipsey Hussle died. And that was me getting a tattoo up Nipsey Hussle. But uh, yeah, I'll see y'all around next week or, you know, this weekend, hopefully. Um, I appreciate y'all for listening. This has been another episode of Convert Conversations.